Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Thank you for tuning in to Creative Biolabs podcast. Today we are going to talk about ways to identify efficient small interfering RNA sequences. Some double-stranded RNAs are often produced when exogenous genes, such as viral genes, artificially transferred genes and transposons, are randomly integrated into the host cell genome and transcribed by the host cell. Host cells respond to these long double-stranded RNAs immediately. And an endonuclease in its cytoplasm, we call it a dicer, cleaves double-stranded RNA into several small RNAs with specific length and structure, namely small interfering RNA, or the siRNA for short. Under the action of intracellular RNA helicase, siRNA is cleaved into sense and antisense strands, and then the antisense strand combines with some enzymes in vivo to form RNA-induced silencing complex, which specifically binds to the homologous region of messenger RNA expressed by the exogenous gene. RNA-induced silencing complex has the function of nuclease, cutting messenger RNA at the binding site, which is the two ends of complementary binding with the antisense strand of siRNA. The cleaved messenger RNA is then degraded to induce the host cells to respond to these messenger RNAs degradation, call this process RNA interference. David, since you are an expert in this field, can you explain to us the characteristics of RNA interference? Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here and share with the audience what I learned about RNA interference over the years. So RNA interference has many characteristics. Begin with the most obvious, it belongs to the mechanism of gene silencing at the post-transcriptional level. We also know that RNA interference has a high specificity and only degrades the messenger RNA of a single endogenous gene corresponding to its sequence. And third, RNA interference has a high efficiency in inhibiting gene expression, and the phenotype can reach the degree of deletion mutation and a relatively small number of double-stranded RNA molecules can completely inhibit the expression of the corresponding genes, which is carried out in the way of catalytic amplification. Next, RNA interference can inhibit gene expression across cell boundaries, transmit and maintain signals between different cells for a long distance, and even spread to the whole organism. The length of double-stranded RNA should not be less than 21 bases, and the long double-stranded RNA is cleaved into about 21 bases siRNA by the enzyme dicer in cells, and siRNA then mediates messenger RNA cleavage. Moreover, double-stranded RNA larger than 30 bases cannot induce specific RNA interference in mammals. What these RNAs can induce are nonspecific and comprehensive gene expression inhibition and apoptosis. Finally, we say that RNA interference is an ATP-dependent process, indicated by the decrease or disappearance of RNA interference in ATP-free samples. As we mentioned above, RNA interference has become an important tool in science and medicine. 
small interfering RNA can be used to inhibit gene expression of specific messenger RNA. Some even said that, quote, the discovery of RNA interference has fundamentally changed our understanding of gene regulation. Do you think so? I think we can understand that view this way. First, messenger RNA expression can be regulated by short, complementary RNAs. If these RNAs are completely complementary, such as a small inhibitory RNA, the expression of messenger RNA will decrease, which is usually due to the decay of messenger RNA. If RNAs are only partially complementary, that is, they contain non-standard pairs, such as typical microRNAs, then expression is reduced by messenger RNA decay or other mechanisms. What is more, RNA interference is involved in many different cellular processes, including development and immunity. It is also a widely used tool to knock out gene expression to infer gene function. Some groups are developing RNA interference in human therapy. At the beginning of this program, we talked about the simple principle of controlling gene expression with small interfering RNA. However, in practical application, difficulties and problems are inevitable. Any difficulties you can think of? Right, in practice, we realize that not all sequences complementary to a given target are equally effective in gene silencing. Many factors can contribute to whether siRNA sequence can cause RNA interference and inhibit the target gene expression. The first important factor is the asymmetry of the sequence. One of the first breakthroughs in the selection of small interfering RNA sequences for effective silencing targets is the discovery that the stability of double-stranded RNA requires asymmetry. But what does stability have to do with asymmetry? The five end of the guide chain needs to form a more unstable base pair than the three end of the sequence. So the asymmetry of helix stability determines which of the two chains is loaded on an RNA-induced silencing complex. So now we know that asymmetry is one of the factors, what other factors affect the efficiency of small interfering RNA? And can you give a specific example? Another important one is the influence of RNA secondary structure. Cell structure of ASI RNA sequence or target messenger RNA binding site can prevent gene silencing. The cell structure of siRNA or target messenger RNA can interfere with the formation of required siRNA messenger RNA double strand. For example, if messenger RNA cannot be hybridized at the complementary site of siRNA due to pre-existing structure, siRNA will not be hybridized. I know that several groups have already used computational tools to demonstrate the importance of avoiding self-structure. What are some rules to design an effective small interfering RNA sequence? Hmm, I believe empirical rules based on the features of the siRNA sequence have been discovered to design an effective siRNA sequence. Some are, for example, low guanosine acid cytosine content, lack of self-structure, preference of adenylate at position 3, absence of guanosine acid or cytosine at position 19, and asymmetry in the stability of the terminal base pairs. The self-structure of the target and oligonucleotide is also an important consideration for effective binding. Any technology that enables scientists to quickly select or design efficient siRNA? There's a computer program called OligoWalk. We can use this program to select effective siRNA to downregulate the expression of specific messenger RNA. You know, 
Oligowoc actually can consider the balance of hybridization between the SI RNA guide chain and target messenger RNA. Why is that? The required product is the SI RNA messenger RNA double strand, which will cause RNA-induced silencing complex to cleave messenger RNA. In order to form this double strand, the SI RNA double strand delivered to the cell needs to be derotated so that the guide strand can be used to hybridize with messenger RNA. This kind of guiding chain can form a single molecule or bimolecular self-structure interfering with the desired product. In addition, the structure of the hybridization site messenger RNA also interferes with the desired products. What does Oligowap give us by calculating the degree of interference of self-structure on SI RNA messenger RNA double strand? Yeah, it's calculating Gibbs free energy of each equilibrium point. The smaller the change of free energy, or another way to better understand this, we can say that the more negative the value is, the stronger the self-structure is. The change of free energy is calculated by considering the whole ensemble of possible secondary structures, in which each structure is weighted according to the probability of equilibrium. This is achieved by calculating the partition function. The partition function method is much more accurate than considering a set of predicted low-free energy structures, because these structures are more prone to error than ensemble average. What results can it give us then? The efficiency of each siRNA can be predicted by using the changes of free energy of ensemble folding and a set of local sequence characteristics related to siRNA efficiency, including siRNA double-chain stability and asymmetry. Each free energy term is related to siRNA efficiency and has statistical significance. Tell me if this is correct. Given an mRNA sequence as input, the OligoWalk web server generates a list of siRNA candidate sequences, ranked by the probability of being efficient siRNA. To accomplish this, the server predicts the free energy changes of the hybridization of asiRNA to a target messenger RNA, considering both siRNA and messenger RNA self-structure. The free energy changes of the structures are rigorously calculated using a partition function calculation. By changing advanced options, the free energy changes can also be calculated using less rigorous lowest free energy structure or suboptimal structure prediction methods for the purpose of comparison. Considering the predicted free energy changes and local siRNA sequence features, the server then selects efficient siRNA with high accuracy using a support vector machine. That's exactly right. A machine learning method, classification support vector machine, is trained to predict the probability that a given siRNA will effectively knock out the target gene. The final output is the predicted probability of each possible siRNA as to whether it can effectively knock down the message. We again reach the end of today's program. David shared a lot of his knowledge with us. Thanks Professor B for joining us. It was a very insightful discussion. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next time.